is a disaster, a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm not here with my co-host Lee. I'm Lee, and I'm not here with my co-host Peter. Going on eight months? Is it- so someone remind, reminded us uh, the other day in the chat, they were listening to some <laughs> older episodes, and I think... Oh, yeah. Like right, probably in March, but yeah. our predictions were pretty optimistic. Yeah, they were... Uh, how do I put it? Way off? Way off. Just like, like stupidly, stupidly off. I, I can't remember who made which predictions, but I think they basically went, it'll be done by April 1st or May 1st or June yeah. 1st. <laughs> the, the, out, the really pessimistic was, well, June maybe. Yeah. In retrospect, like, I don't <sighs> know. I don't know what we thought was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we thought was happening at the time. Well, yeah, I fair think enough. We really realized it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, today you're joining us for a Tragedy Tuesday. Our mini disasters that aren't usually so mini. The disasters or the length of the episode. Or like the time when I'm in charge, <laughs> which I am today. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Also, you're joining us in the month of Christmas at this point. When this oh. episode comes out, it's our first episode in December. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, if you're in our Discord, maybe by now we've discussed what movie we're going to watch together. But uh, I was looking at the calendar, and I think we're going to do it on... Let me just check here to make sure. I think December... Friday, December 18th. Mm. We're going to do our next watch party in the Discord. That'll so be So everybody fun. hop on there, grab your, your cocoa, your candy canes, yeah, your... Your coal, depending on how the year's been going. <laughs> and we're going to watch, uh, I, I don't know what movie, we haven't really discussed it yet, but I feel like Die Hard is already making a strong showing. Yeah, it's no surprise. Yeah. The internet loves to uh, champion that as a Christmas movie. As Which of, it is. As of, I don't know, 10 years ago that started. Yeah. 100%. Certainly not when it came out. I mean, certainly not years after it came out. It came out on Christmas Eve. It came out in July. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bluff. checked. Oh, you better believe I checked. <laughs> <You called that. laughs> Came out on Christmas my, Eve. Oh, did it? Moon fuck. Maybe it did. My, <laughs> I've, uh, my father-in-law has taught me that if you say something with confidence, <laughs> most of the time people believe it. <laughs> He's not wrong. Nine yeah. times out of ten, that would have duped me. But I I'm also I snuck that. I'm a Damn small it. man. I'm a petty man. And I checked. <laughs> so you checked. <laughs> well, either way, we might be watching that Christmas movie. I have no problem with that. And I'll tell you this. The first time I saw that movie was this year. Actually, the first time I saw that movie was last year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so we're kind of, we've leveled the playing ground. Wait, Gary said that's not true. Not true. Two years ago? We tried to watch it like three okay. years ago and we, fell asleep. We tried to watch it four years ago and I fell asleep. And oh, then, yeah. Well, I, I actually watched it like two years ago and yeah. realized how amazing it was. Yeah. It's a fun, yeah. you know, it's a it's a ride. I like it. I like yeah. it. Um, It'll be good great. in the Discord. I know that. Or the, 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 yeah, the Discord. It'll be, oh, yeah. That'll be a yeah, fun Yeah, last one. time, uh, last time Evil Dead was a riot. Exactly. <laughs> so. We had a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. Everyone did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we dive into the episode today, brought to you by Lee, I'm yeah. going to do a bit of the housekeeping that I normally do. If you're new here, welcome. Hi. I recommend you start at the beginning and listen to everything that we have to say, because we think that we're pretty great and we're kind of full of ourselves. That's yeah. not the reason. That's not what uh, Oftentimes during episodes, we'll, uh, we'll make reference to previous episodes, not like inside jokes, but we'll talk about how like, hey, remember in episode... 
two and an airplane flew into the Empire State Building in 1945, then you'll get it. You'll get it. Uh, it comes up if a you lot, do that, shockingly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, if you do that and you like what you heard, the best thing you can do to help us out is to tell anyone you can think of to listen. That's super helpful. Yeah. The next best thing you can do is to leave a rating or review. Uh, wherever you listen you can also keep up with us on social media at this disaster pod twitter instagram and facebook on our website www.thisdisasterpod.com and our patreon.com slash this disaster pod we get tons of bonus content uh micro disasters every two weeks and the like and i think that's pretty much all i had to say shirts are shirts how shirts are finished and they're being shipped so they're on their way to you and also soon if not already if you check our shop we have some uh some ways to help you greet people for Christmas, oh. which is to say, Christmas cards. I don't think Lee's even seen them yet, but I'm going to no, show. Even I'm going to show yet. them after we're done recording. Cool. <laughs> I think they're pretty great. All right. <laughs> um, so with that, I'm just going to turn it over to Lee for today's Tragedy Tuesday. Lee, hi everybody. My name is Lee. I'll be conducting the podcast today. So before, <laughs> <laughs> but before I do, can I just say to you, hmm. Peter? Me? Okay. I think you are totally Pono. What? Well, allow me to explain <laughs> before you jump okay. to any conclusions. I'm um, jumping to so many. Okay. Well, I'm going to set your mind at ease. Okay. Pono is a Hawaiian word, which means oh. righteous. Hey, you're I'll Pono, take it. dude. Sweet. I'll, I'll take it. You're I'm Pono, righteous. bro. You're righteous. So, uh, <laughs> means righteous uh, pono is also the name of a certain digital media player that showed up in 2015 and was spearheaded by none other than neil young so surely you've heard of this player uh this portable player of digital files high quality studio quality studio quality stuff so you got one you got your pono player you got one right absolutely absolutely not you don't i've never heard of this oh, okay <laughs> what yeah is, i don't i don't have one either what's happening well, truth be told, Pono was not long for this world, and today I'm going to tell you why, along okay. with uh, what the hell it is. Yeah, that sounds great. I cannot I wait. I think that would be helpful. Uh-huh. So, uh, first off, we have to do this every time now. Uh, okay. Neil Young, one song? Okay. I, I'm pretty confident about this one. Okay. No, I'm not. Uh, I was hoping for Freebird. <laughs> well, I've learned my lesson there. Okay. Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> no, damn it. No, but that's amazing because they they mention Neil Young in that song. Oh, really? It's like maybe a that's diss why. on him. Maybe that's why. Oh, that's probably yeah. why. That's probably why. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> One more try. Come on, dig God. deep. I can't. Uh, Neil Young, Neil Young. What's another? I honestly can't. Uh, That's okay. No, sorry. No? Okay. Well, you know. Did he do a song with Lonely Island? Oh, no, I don't that think was, so. Who was that? Who was that? Not Neil Young. Who did the that one. pirate song, Pirates of the Caribbean? Michael Bolton. Oh, Sorry, Michael, that was Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're close. Is, um, he, is it? No. So, oh, uh, okay. I was hoping you would say, keep it, keep on rocking in the free world or, oh, you know. Is that Neil Young? 
Yeah, that's him. That oh, guy. Oh, okay. That guy. Summer 69. He's car. I don't... <laughs> that's Brian Adams. But... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> They're both They're Canadian. all one person. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'll stop being an asshole. So, um... No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so Neil Young, he's a, he's a Canadian musical icon. He showed up in oh. the early 60s, and he's still at it, uh, more or less. He's getting up there. Um... Well, when you say icon, you make me sound like an asshole for not knowing. Well, that, <laughs> it's just, a, these are just words, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. We're can, we, Canadian, we don't have very many musical icons. So, you know, we don't have no, a deep bench, so we got to, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Well, we got to call them when we see them. <laughs> um, so even if you're not a fan, uh, which I can say my mom has always made plain the fact that she despises him, particularly okay. his voice, which is not for everyone. It's kind of weird. Oh, fair enough. All right. Uh, a fan or not, you got to tip your hat to the guy. A huge impact on music over multiple decades. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. For a while uh, in the 90s, Pearl Jam was basically his backing band on at least one album. So that's... Oh, okay. Kind of cool. He's always cool. been like sort of on the cutting edge. Like when punk was big, he would wear like Sex Pistol shirts, and he right, kind of right. had like a new wave phase where he was almost like Devo, which I think was kind of neat. Did he want Dave Grohl to drum for him at one point? Was that him? That uh, I mean, I know Tom Petty did. Like he, Tom, Dave Grohl it did Tom drum Petty. for Tom Petty, Tom Petty on SNL. At least, SNL. But I mean, yeah. that sounds no, almost Petty. like yeah, 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 yeah. That's another one that I'm lumping <laughs> I mean, them together. I mean, Neil Young and Tom Petty. I mean, that's you know, yeah, two houses on the same block. So yeah, fair enough. I'll give you that. So yeah, Neil Young, amongst being many different things, musician, screenwriter, entrepreneur, etc., mm-hmm. Mr. Young is a self-professed audiophile. Mm, he great. loves him some good, clean audio. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Within reason exactly. Um, <laughs> yes. Good call. So it comes as no surprise that Neil Young was not a huge fan of Apple's iTunes store and the MP3s it offered, which as many of us know, or have at least heard, do suffer from a certain loss of quality in lieu of being compressed to a smaller, more manageable file size. Right. Right. So yeah, so Neil, Mr. Young, in -hmm. 2012, took it upon himself to throw his hat in the ring of bringing back some high-quality options to the digital media world. Okay. He teamed up with Silicon Valley entrepreneur John Hamm, not the actor. Different, okay. Different guy. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Who he made CEO of Pono Music. Okay. Just sounds like a kid saying porno. Like It does. I don't even know what Pono is. My Powens won't tell me. Like, <laughs> I just feel weird every time. It's uh, a weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the fall of 2012, Neil Young had signed a full agreement with Warner with the Warner Music Group, with mm-hmm. full backing from them as well as Sony and Universal. Okay. Uh, just lining up with all the ducks are getting a row. Yeah, can go he's working around, and you know he's probably got some sway. He's probably got some Indeed. pull, so he can, you know, make that stuff happen. Oh, he's got that free bird money. That's <laughs> right. That free bird money, uh, it walks and it talks. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he appeared on Late Night with David Letterman around this time with a prototype of the Pono player in his pocket, which he showed off 
and he gave a little rundown on and okay. the this video is on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um, right. Now, this thing is not pretty, the Pono okay. Claire. It looks right. exactly like Toblerone bar, that thing you get at Christmas. Or what my mom calls, I don't know if she's joking, Tobler one. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Tobler one. I don't know if what it says. Might have originally not been a joke, but now she purposely says Tobler right. one. It's taken on yep. a life of its own. Yep. I like that in a joke. I like when it sort of, yep. the origins are forgotten and it's just sort of loses, a, it's just yeah. a fact now. It's totally exactly. one. <laughs> yep. Um, right. So you know what I'm talking about. It's it, it's huge. It would be yep. like carrying a TV remote around in your pocket. Oh, God. Okay. Like, like, is that a Pono player in your pocket? Or are you just glad to see me? Like, <laughs> Pono a bit player. Of, it's a Pono yeah. player. It's a Pono. It's a Poner. Yeah, I just I just looked it up now while we were talking. This looking looks at it. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Here, carry like, this in your pocket. It's super ugly, but at least it also looks uncomfortable. So <laughs> he's not considering skinny jeans in this equation. Anyway, hmm. he's showing it off and he explains to David Letterman and the audience that the Pono player's feature is that it uses the highest quality digital formats. It's what mm-hmm. you'd be hearing in the recording studio if you were present during the recording sessions, quote, before it gets dumbed down to CD, before it gets dumbed down to MP3. Um, but but CDs are pretty high quality. That's what I thought, too. We'll come to that. Okay, fair enough. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, go on. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we were coming to some dubious facts. And, and, and I'll reiterate this point then, but to me... Mm-hmm. It sounds like he was kind of appealing to those of us who were not necessarily auto audiophiles. Right. Didn't yeah. really have a good understanding of the p- specific differences in quality between formats, right. which is probably most people because yeah, like wh- most people aren't interested in this boring minutia mm-hmm. of audio. Like they mm-hmm. just want to hear oh, yeah. music. Yeah. But then if he's appealing to audiophiles, audiophiles are no better. I don't know. Anyway. It's a it's that snake eating its tail. Uh, <laughs> me personally, as much of a music fan or fanatic, and I yep. am, yep. Um, yep. I'm probably about the furthest thing from an audiophile as you can get. And by right. that, I mean I do not prefer, for example, vinyl over CDs. Like mm-hmm. vinyl, I think it has its charm, and sometimes it is more appropriate depending on what you're listening to. Like so and so would sound better on vinyl but I think overall I think vinyl kind of sounds like crap well so that's yes yes (laughs) but (laughs) I I, uh, it's actually been a while since I've used my record player yeah um but I do enjoy it, but for very different reasons. Like I don't listen to vinyl because of audiophile reasons. Uh-huh. Like I, when you listen to vinyl, you're not hearing the most accurate representation of what it was like when they were recording the music. Right. 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 It's it's colored by the fact that it's you know the needle and cut into wax or pressed into wax, I guess. Yeah. And like there's, there's just a lot there's a lot of components that color what you're listening to. Right. Like the, the needle, the player, the amp, everything. So you don't don't listen to vinyl to hear what it's quote unquote supposed to sound like. You listen to vinyl (laughs) because 
you like it's, or what the reason i liked it is that it's more like reading a book like you can't just skip through the tracks you can't stop it whenever you want yeah it's, like you it's sit a, down and you listen to it it's an experience it's it's a visceral sort of put the arm down and yeah yeah it sounds yeah. a certain way and and a lot of people like that um yeah and like i said sometimes i do sometimes i like like there's certain era of music in the 90s when there was this sort of post hardcore thing happening right like the yep. discord bands and like jawbox mm-hmm. and shutter to think and all that stuff like their earlier mm-hmm. singles and those kind of bands i think it's conducive to that sound the vinyl gets it's like a weird yep. it's it just sounds thin to me mm-hmm. and yeah. but it works for that kind of music because it's like this trebly kind of punchy like you can hear this sort of like yep. visceral like hits you in the gut certain way yeah um yeah so but obviously that's a personal preference yeah um, oh for sure all of that but yeah. yeah but the idea that vinyl in some scientific or calculable way sounds better than cd or that analog is superior to digital i don't buy that for a second nope nope and i defy anyone to do like a like a blind like a taste test like a pepsi challenge and yeah, uh, analog versus digital, and and hit it every time. There's no way, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, even from a recording perspective, like it's getting to a point where virtual guitar amps are more and more indistinguishable from like a microphone on a cab. I mean, well, they're just getting better and better at replicating yeah. those things. But I still think, I think the appeal of you know putting a microphone on a cab is being in the room and getting the feedback and like turning the knobs and like actually physically touching something and just the process of like you, you know, strumming the guitar and like feeling the sound more, if you know what I mean. Having it move the air and, you know, being able to get squealing if you stand in front of it. And yeah, you can't beat it. I mean, no, no, of course. But I feel like if, uh, as, as a example, I feel like if, uh, if, if Nevermind didn't exist and Nirvana just appeared now and recorded it on completely artificial amps and everything, yeah. like just in software, yeah. it's the songs. Oh, of so course. it doesn't matter that it's completely software amps. Yeah, you know it really I mean? doesn't. So yeah. yeah, and you get you get in some weird territory. Like I, I know somebody who works at a record store, and she's just man. The 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 hardcore audio files are so weird. Like they'll buy. <laughs> anything as long as it's recorded a certain like it could be right. barbara streisand or whoever like just it's yeah. it's the master it's this that like they just want to mm-hmm. hear a certain clarity so that's a whole other niche Fair enough D- you know what dig in Enjoy. dig in yeah fill your boots <laughs> but you know yep. that's my rant so we'll yep. leave it at that uh We're on the same page yeah so all that to say the pono player boasts the highest quality lossless digital formats, that being free lossless audio codec or FLAC, mm-hmm. yeah. which we've a lot of us have heard of, um, mm-hmm. as well as access to studio masters of certain recordings, i.e. Neil Young's okay. back catalog, um, prior yeah. to their being digitized for CD. So I think that's what he's referring to. Like, okay, um, I'm not sure if those files have a name or an abbreviation or something, but they're sort of even above flack like it's well it, i guess it depends is he talking about just like re-exporting from tape i have no idea 
Yeah, I don't know. I tried to find information on that, and it's just, I think it might have just been this pie in the sky sort of, we're doing this, and yeah, didn't happen. I don't know. Someone, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I, because I want to know. I think you know that, uh, the, the philosophy I bring to the studio is a similar philosophy to drumming, which is I learn enough to know what the best way to do something is. Yeah. And then like, I don't need to know about the rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I export at this setting for the best sound depend like based on how we recorded. Perfect. Great. Mm. What's how, what, what are the details of flack? Don't, don't care. Just doesn't matter. Don't need to know. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So Fast forward two years to March of 2014, Pono Music launches a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign, which is okay. fucking weird. I doubt <laughs> any of the people involved are hard up for cash. Right. And as is usually the case with these companies that do not need anyone's money, they surpass yeah. their target in one day, <laughs> ultimately raising $6.2 in pre-orders. I um, mean, that's why he did it. He doesn't have to spend $6.2 million yeah, in his well, own money. <laughs> asked and answered, I guess. But if it's yeah. just like a the the, kick, the Kickstarter or whatever, the, the crowd, the campaign is, you're pre-ordering something, okay, I'll I'll get on board with that. Yeah. Like you're yeah. buying it in advance. Yep, yep. So fair enough. I've done that with like CDs and, you know, just oh, a yeah. few if it, of those that I've If I it's something to. I really like. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a pre-order. So fair enough. Exactly. Um, so this is around when I recall first hearing about the Pono player. Um, I'm just going to it's going to end up coming out my mouth as the porno player. But, uh, <laughs> it's coming. Now that I'd uh, pre-order. No. Uh, <laughs> it's called a computer. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, we all have that. That's just what I call it. Oh, yeah. Turn on just, the let me just Let me just, let me just boot up the old porno player here. <laughs> AKA my desktop. Um, <laughs> uh, so the Kickstarter video featured many of Neil Young's musician buddies giving the Pono player a try, usually in, mm-hmm. in Neil Young's car. Um, so he takes them for a spin. Yeah. And I'm assuming he plays them some regular poopy MP3 audio, and then he fires right. up the Pono and, you know, hits them with that. Like through the car stereo? Yeah, through his system. So, which I'm okay. sure is as well is, you know, beefed up. Sure. So you don't see any of that, but like dig in the car and then cut to uh, their sort of testimonial, uh, completely genuine, I'm sure, glowing <laughs> review from all these people, high praise given by Elton John, Bruce Springsteen, Mike D from the Beastie Boys, Sarah McLaughlin, Beck, Eddie Vedder, Rick Rubin, Tom Petty, Sting, Jack White, uh, Dave Grohl, of course. Dave mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and there's, and oh yeah, so here's, there's also an extremely weird part in this video yeah. where the quality of different formats is compared to being underwater. So, okay. according to Neil Young, an MP3 is like being 1,000 feet below sea level at the bottom of the ocean. It's so murky. Okay. With a CD, okay, now you've risen to about 200 feet below but you're still underwater mm-hmm. uh 96k you're about mm-hmm. you're still 90 feet underwater you're still drowning okay. yeah and once you hit 192k you finally breached and you're breathing the air so okay. 192 is apparently the gold standard which 
raises so many questions for me. Like, like you no. said earlier, I thought CD quality was superior to, I thought CD quality was basically your lossless audio. Am I wrong? Pretty much. Again, it kind of depends on what uh, sample rate you're recording your project in. Yeah. But like, for example, if he's saying 192 kilohertz is like breathing air, uh-huh. I don't know that that many projects are recorded at that many kilohertz. Uh-huh. Like he's talking about studio files. Like right now we're recording this podcast at 44.1, which is st- CD quality. Some people 44 do 1 is Yeah, I do everything at 44.1. Yeah. Yeah, that's CD quality. That's uh, fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what I've, things I've sound asked like. <laughs> several, um, you know, people, you know, studio type people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I typically I find forty eight is the max. Like anyone, yeah, anyone who I've asked is like, you don't need to bother with anything above that. You're just maxing out no. your. Yeah, you whatever like you're but and that's the other thing like he's saying that the that the player can play at that many kilohertz but if the source material isn't recorded in that format then it doesn't matter it defeats the whole purpose because i mean yeah. for something like i don't even know but as far as kilohertz i mean what what, what mm-hmm. do you say about albums that were recorded in the 60s and 70s i mean yeah hell, some of these i mean sergeant pepper the Beatles album mm-hmm. was recorded on a four mm-hmm. track. Yeah. And um, that's like Sounds a great. home studio that you could buy. Like I have one up collecting dust up on my shelf. But <laughs> yep. I mean, that was the, you know, the, the highest quality recording device that they had in 1966. Something like say Pet Sounds or, or you know, Tears for Fear songs from the Big Chair, Metallica's Black album, even, even like you yeah. said, Nevermind. Yeah. Or super unknown by Soundgarden, like albums that were recorded really well, like I think would benefit yeah. from this kind of thing. But like, sure. You know, the Ramones or, or any punk stuff, any sort of metal stuff, like never meant to sound great. Like it just couldn't, they were, they were on a budget, yep. you know, it's, sounds like crap and that's the charm. Yep. Even if they're talking about, sort of re because he's saying that he's going back to some of these studio masters even if he's talking about like re-exporting or resampling from tape yeah i suppose the higher sample rate you use the less information you lose yeah because you know the the idea of sample rate is like you're taking little bites and at you know 96 kilohertz you're taking more little bites mm. faster than at like 44.1 so like you're, you're losing less information um, but like you said, how much are you going to get? It's imperceptible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's diminishing returns. You need like you, yeah. a dog and a bat with you to enjoy it and tell you what you're yeah. missing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so again, but that whole, that whole being underwater thing just it's, to me again, it's just sounded like he's kind of trying to like dupe people who don't really know better. Yeah. So August, 2014, a couple months later, mm-hmm. uh, Pono music launches, Another crowdsourcing fundraiser, this time through something called Crowdfunder. But they already made $6 million. That's not enough. Okay. Not enough money. Really? So they need another $4 million, apparently, and that's what they raised. Oh, they got it. They oh, got good. it. Okay. Yahoo. <laughs> um, so with all that capital raised, we're now over $10 million. Mm-hmm. The Pono Player and Music Store were officially launched in January 2015. 
Uh, by June of 2015, there were reports that due to funding issues, the company was not expanding at the rate <laughs> they had initially projected. $10 million wasn't enough? $10 million was enough. Maybe okay. it would have been if they could have recouped, aka people bought the stupid thing, but I don't know. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> somewhere in there between January and June, Mr. Young had apparently sought financial help from Donald Trump. Oh, that's... Good. Yeah. Good. Good this source. Reliable. Reliable source. Now, he wasn't president no. at the time, but he was certainly <laughs> would have been campaigning. <laughs> oh, boy. So, what year? 2015. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. He was very much on the map. You boy. Uh, But, you know, any port in a storm, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. No, not really. Um, no. So, the, here's the thing about the Pono player. It plays flak files, mm-hmm. which are arguably, or maybe there's no argument, There's they are the most lossless digital format available, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, and that's when they rebranded as the Pono audio format. Okay. Although they did not play only exclusively FLAC files, the Pono player also supported other lossless formats, i.e. Um, ALAC, which is Apple's version of FLAC. Right. Uh, AIFF, Wave, uh, as well as it did play lossy uh, AAC and MP3 formats, so they kind of okay. accommodated everything. Yeah. Uh, Might as well cover your bases. Yeah, so more or less everything an iPod can do. Um, so this idea of lossless audio, it's nothing new that Pono brought to the table. They didn't invent right. this flack thing. Um, yeah. They simply made an attempt to bring it to everyone's attention and make it sort of exclusive, um, but also the kind of cool thing about it is that the device featured hardware within which is probably why it's so big that could right. handle the output required to play these files properly whereas if you're using an ipod or something like that you would need i think some sort of external like preamp to really get the job done sure yeah um but still you would have to invest in you know really good headphones or something like that yep, yep. um or speakers or whatever. I mean, you got to, yeah, yeah. from the ground up, your system has the to. The whole chain. A whole chain of events that, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Can yeah, yeah. drive this thing. Um, yeah. The downside to lossless digital files is they take up a shitload of space when compared to MP3s. <laughs> <They> sure do. <laughs> the Pono player featured 64 gigabytes of internal storage with a micro SD slot that could house another 128 gigabytes which sounds like a lot of space, and it is in theory, but when you're dealing with these file sizes, you'd be looking at about 100 albums, which is, for most people, completely fine. Um, yeah. Even even for me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's limiting, and that was kind of the initial boon of the iPod and other MP3 players. Oh, yeah. The sheer amount of music you could fit onto this one device, which, yeah, like, at first, that was the thing about it that, really kind of annoyed me sort of encouraging people like hoard music but then i did a complete about face and was totally on board because i could oh yeah put everything on i i was i was skeptical Uh, yeah i think i was like you i was skeptical and i wasn't sure that i would like it until i got one and then i realized (laughs) that i can listen to anything i want at any time it was the best toy i'd gotten in two decades oh yeah yeah so as we know, what comes with all that space you lose in sound quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I said earlier, this, that's not something that's ever really bothered me. Um, 
Like I remember in the late nineties, early two thousands when MP3s were first becoming a thing. Yeah. Like you had um MP3.com, which is sort of Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was like an early version of Bandcamp almost. Like you just upload your stuff. Yeah. And you have a little band page. Except you could also find stuff that shouldn't be uploaded there. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> just ridiculous. Nobody knew what any of this was yet. So you could just go on mp3.com and just like download uh Nirvana album. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Wild West for sure. Yeah. But yeah, a Nirvana album like at a super low rate MP3 oh, yeah. quality. Like yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Like the audio equivalent of like a super pixelated video. Like yeah. This weird, like shimmering kind of garbly sound. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, being I underwater. think we all know it. Um, (laughs) so that stopped being a problem a long time ago. I think that sort of like, Oh, this MP3 sounds like shit. Mm. All that was somewhat moot in 2016. However, is by then the world, I would say by and large was done with MP3 players. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) are you saying there was a clear winner? (laughs) Uh, as far as, uh, I'm saying, you know, by then it was either you're either streaming yeah or you've got your smartphone which could also play lossless audio and have the rest of your life on it so you know (laughs) (laughs) so you don't need a separate device and no not so much somebody should have told uh told these guys told old neil young yeah um so why yeah so I think the intent of the Pono player was a very good one. This, unfortunately, the execution was just a few years too late, I think. Yeah. Also, I don't know if they like did any market research mm-hmm. because it's not particularly groundbreaking either. Like, There's lots of companies that make lossless portable music players. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I'm charging one right now. Or- <laughs> made by... Astel and Kern. <laughs> What's that? You're it's showing me something on the camera there. How long have you had that yeah. for? Uh, a couple of years. Okay. But yeah, like it's, you know, I use it to, uh, yeah, it, it plays like flack and lossless files and stuff. Wow. I got around the same time. I got better headphones because I can actually make use of them. Interesting. Yeah. Cause my yeah. iPod died recently and I, I kind of like the idea of having, um, a dedicated, media player rather than using my yep. phone which I mean my phone can handle most phones can handle it but you know just kind of cool yeah but then my bluetooth yeah, audio no. wouldn't earbuds wouldn't work anyway well yeah but that, that's the other thing like there's the balance of convenience because uh, most times I'll take the convenience yeah like the the I can appreciate the quality of that player yeah it is a lot better but like putting in my good ear, like my good in-ear monitors and yeah. like threading the wire through my jacket yeah. and putting it in my back pocket and then like changing tracks and stuff. Yeah. Colossal pain in the ass. Being like tethered to this thing and when you when you look around, you know, you're over your shoulder or something, you're like, yeah, yeah exactly. Can't go back to that. Yeah. Wireless, baby. <laughs> but then you just realize that it is about the songs not about the quality of them like I know. the audio quality yeah exactly like as long as they sound pretty good yeah I'm good yeah exactly yeah. as long as it's like trash um, mm-hmm. 
All right. So how did the Pono player get received? Well, wrapping up, uh, <laughs> July 2016, Omniphone, Pono Music's content partner, went bankrupt mm-hmm. and is acquired oh by Apple Inc. Oh, okay. This move prompted Pono Music to temporarily, quote, mm-hmm. shut down. The initial plan during the shutdown period was for Pono Music to transition to a new platform provided by Seven Digital Music. Mm-hmm. When this move never came to fruition with the Pono Music website in a seemingly permanent state of under construction. (laughs) God. That reminds me of that episode of The Office where Jim shows the old Dunder Mifflin website and it's just that (laughs) stupid graphic. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing that in 20 something ending with a teen, there's a website. It's like, sorry, under construction. Like, holy shit. (laughs) It was then that Neil Young announced in... April 2017, that the Pono Music Store was officially discontinued, but the plan going forward was to pivot to a streaming service called X, X, the letter X stream. That oh, was 2017. No. Really? As of today, yeah, it's good, eh? That makes, it's like, it's mm. like extreme, but you know how stream, like, it's like the word extreme, right? but it's an X and it's got the, followed by the word stream, like how you stream audio. Oh, okay. So it used to be a streaming service and now it's no longer a streaming service, like X stream. <laughs> well, no, because that would suggest that it okay, was but that's what one I think. time. No, but that's what I think. A streaming service. And now it no longer is. So X <laughs> stream. I get it. But the fact <laughs> is it never launched. So Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And it uh, used to be the idea of a streaming service. Exactly. And now it's X stream. Um, yeah, I don't know what the opposite of the, or the sort of pre-stream or <laughs> someday stream, <laughs> okay. future stream. There we go. Anyway, it was no stream. <laughs> Zero there's stream. No streaming. Yeah, there's no streaming. <laughs> uh, and no announcements made, uh, as to when this will be happening as of, as of this recording, the end question mark. Great. <laughs> what the f- so okay. the Pono was a flop. Didn't do very well. It didn't even didn't even get off the ground. No, it was on Letterman. So got it on Letterman. Wait, got any so it did, hands. It, it did. It did go for sale. Oh like yeah, they, it existed. Like I was looking at uh, sort of unboxing videos on YouTube and, and okay. reviews. So yeah, it you know many people bought it. Just not what enough. did the reviews say? that it was kind of nice and cool and it did what it mm-hmm. was meant to do, but right. it was just this giant brick in your pocket. You're saying it's a, it's a niche that didn't need filling. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just everything I said, like by then it was just sort of, you know, out to pasture. Yeah. Not yeah. sounds like it. Yeah. Jeez. So that's the Pono player. Come on, man. Come on. Neil. Come on, Neil. Ah, you know. Stick to stick to another brick in the wall. <laughs> yes. Stick to writing classics like that. That's right. Give and the people what pigs. they want. War pigs. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, no. I know who wrote War Pigs. <laughs> I know, I know you know. Motorhead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Oh wow. Well that that's <laughs> I feel like that's more of a bummer than it is that. Like as far as disasters go, that's more of a yeah. Instead of uh, 
<laughs> but jeez, it's the sound of a balloon losing its air. Yeah, it's, it's the sound of someone maybe not doing their market research. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants this, right? All my friends no, say it's no. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All my All out of, of touch your... musician friends love it. You, you named ten rock stars. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> all sure have had their no finger stake. on the pulse of <laughs> yeah. the the general public, the lay person. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you have do you have music for that? I do. Cool. What kind of music? It's is a Neil it? Young song. Is it? Yeah. Is it Crazy Horse? That's the name of his band. Good job. Is it Neil Young and Crazy Horse? Hey. hey. Okay. I know. So, I know something. There's something in there. You pull it out. <laughs> no, the song appropriately enough I picked is uh, couldn't be better. It's a song called "Piece of Crap." Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, tried no. to plug it in, tried to turn it on. When I got it home, it was a piece of crap. Oh, jeez. Those are some of the lyrics. Two on the nose. Yeah, a little, little <laughs> prosthetic. <soon>. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a disaster. That's a disaster. And that is, uh, I would call it loosely, call it uh, part one in a two-part series I will be doing on um, high-quality uh, audio. Oh, really? So, yeah, look forward to part two uh, in the future. Awesome. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can have more. Some more. Infor- <laughs> we, can, <laughs> uh, we can be more crotchety about exactly. audio files. <laughs> exactly. We know best. Listen to us. We know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thanks for that. That was a disaster. Mm, my pleasure. If you enjoyed what you heard not you lee because i know you enjoyed what you heard and then enjoy enjoy one bit of it <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy what you heard uh, the best thing you can do to help us is to tell someone to listen tell anyone to listen do it in a lossless format record yourself <laughs> export it as a flack yeah and send it to someone and be like this is indistinguishable from reality exactly <laughs> <Fact>. <laughs> And they'll listen to it on their like one crappy desktop speaker, mm-hmm. defeating the whole purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> sounds like shit. <laughs> uh, the next best thing you can do to help us out is to subscribe if you aren't already and leave a rating or review. If you want to check us out on social media at This Disaster Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, on our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com, and our patreon.com slash this disaster pod, you can get tons of bonus content, micro disasters every two weeks. Uh, and access to our live streams when we do major disasters. You can hang out and comment and chat. That's always fun. Yeah. If you ordered a shirt, then those are now on the way. They should be in your hands by Christmas. And speaking of Christmas, we have some new merch in the shop (laughs) in the form of Christmas cards. And actually, Lee, I sent you in the Zoom. I don't know if you can, in the Zoom chat, I sent you what the Christmas card looks like. Oh, I'll take a look. I can see that. I'll take a look. Okay, cool. It's it's pre- I think I, I was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so that's on the shop. So shop that this is astropod.com. Check it out and get yourself one. And uh, I think that's pretty much it for this time. So we'll see you in our next major disaster. Bye. Bye. Bye.